We three from GP, ran to Tommy B, broadcasting live on your frequency, giving you updates on these Georgia streets. These are voices for the people that don't get to speak. Issues, black news, the conversation's deep. Shout out to Slick I'm Nick. going in on the beat. iPods, Androids, or your laptop. These boys swinging for the fence, saying lie. Then came a long way from being homies on the block. From afros and braids, and now they at the top. You want facts? This is where I get them from. GP3, RTT at gmail.com. Send them feedback, and they'll be sure to send a response. I gotta go now. The show starts in 3, 2, 1. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, y'all? We are. We are back in the house in the man cave. It is GP3. That's uh, right. Number 33. Trey Trey. Trey Trey. <laughs> and uh, hey, man, what's up, Rand? You know, 33 was Kareem's number, man. Oh, that's right, man. You know, the greatest sky hook of all time, man. Now, wait a minute. I got, I got, I got a, and, and, and plus, hey, Millennial, Millennial Nick hey. is on. He well, don't know who Kareem is. No, nah, well, he does. Nick, Millennial, Millennial well, kind of. The, the the guy who's doing the uh, political commentary? <laughs> yeah, right. Right. I didn't know, I didn't know he played basketball. <laughs> I, thought, yeah. I thought he just wrote essays. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, but Millennial Nick is on with us. Um, hey, hey, here's the thing. Um, first, I, I... Hold I, on, I, hold on. We got to tell people why we're G3. I three. forgot that last week. I, go ahead, man. Okay, we're GP3. Okay. GP3 stands for Grove Park 3. The three of us went to Grove Park Elementary School. Absolutely. And we graduated in 1977. 77. This is 40 years. 40 years. Wow. And so I am Rand. That's scary. And I lived on South Elizabeth Place. I'm Tut. And uh... (laughs) I like walks on the beach, puppy dogs. (laughs) Float, float (laughs) on. Now, uh, Tut is doing the real estate. Uh, seminar this weekend. Okay, that Tuck I was supposed to okay. be doing. Tuck gonna be a mogul. Yeah, he he's taking it for me. He's gonna go ahead and, and share the info uh, next week. So gonna be flipping them hood homes. Huh? Absolutely, he's doing the, uh, the the flipping houses seminar this weekend. That's where it's at. That's where it's at. And uh, I'm Tommy B, uh, North Avenue. Good to be here, y'all. And uh, I got uh, we got our feed. We got some feedback from last week. Oh yeah, show. and also too, we have Millennial Nick on the line. Yes, we do, Millennial okay. Nick. And we call him Millennial Nick for obvious reasons. Our super duper producer. Absolutely. I was born in 94. 94. 94. Jesus Christ, man. What was happening in 94? That was before. Uh, Damn, you Tupac. Grunge. Yeah, grunge. One Sweet Day was number one when I was born. What, what, What was number one? One sweet day. One sweet day. Okay. Uh, Mariah right. Carey and Boys to Men. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Hey, uh, real quick, uh, we got feedback from last week. And 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 one of the I wanted to get this feedback in before we roll into into our recap. Uh, they said we need to not definitely not quit our day jobs on sports. Leave sports alone. Leave it to the experts. Cause damn, ain't okay. First of all, I'm here touting Duke. <laughs> you know, singing Duke's praises. I still, and what happened? I still got Kansas in there. You still got Kansas. I still got Kansas in there. But yeah, I thought Duke after that showing over North Carolina and ACC Lord. championship. Yeah, they. Um, I should have known better. They've been upset a couple of times in the last couple of years. So yeah, you know. Yeah. And um, who else? Uh, I mean, it, it's kind well, of topsy turvy. Kansas well, still in it. Well, Kansas you know what? I, you yeah. know, I appreciate the comment. You know, I'm, I'm. You know, we know our sports. We just not. We just not pronosticators. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm out of it. <laughs> well, you know. I mean, I, I kind of know the old school coaches and the old school players, man. But it's new day, boy. It's new day. It's all about that money, baby. It is. 
But this week, man. What else? Any other comments? Uh, that was it. I mean, well, the good good thing. Who, good, who said that? Who said uh, that? TJ from Swatch. And, and shout out to TJ from Swatch. Uh, Keep it up, found TJ. Us, uh, actually, it's female. Found us on through another podcast and and is a podcast aficionado and gave us good good feedback. So shout out over in the Swatch. All right. You get a free T-shirt. A free T-shirt coming to you. That's right. <laughs> thanks for listening and thanks for uh, telling us to stick to the, stick the, the politics and yeah. STFU. All That's right. Cool. Hey, here's the deal with uh, this week. Busy um, week. You know, it gets stranger to the point where when I open the show up and I say it's a strange week, it just gets even stranger. You know what it reminds me of? I can't, I can't even predict it. It reminds next. me of a maze, man. Yeah. In that you go down one corridor. Yeah. And all of a sudden you realize something's changed. Yeah. I can't go down this house, so now I got to go down another one. It yeah. just... You know, it's it's a tsunami, man. Of I just, feel like I'm in a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> don't, don't, don't you ever, ever banging the pig, man? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> you wouldn't bring that one up. <laughs> Y'all ain't seen Black Mirror. Yeah. I ain't going into Black it. Mirror, Black Mirror, Black Mirror is this generation's um, uh, Twilight Zone. Twilight yeah, Zone. Twilight Zone, yes. and, and and it's a hell of an episode. It's a hell of a show. But that episode, yeah. <laughs> I wish oh. they had. I wish that would happen to Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Millennial, what? what about you, man? This week is is is, um, is it now? Now you you're you're millennial, so you're younger than us. Okay. Anything like Listen, you've seen before? Um, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a reference. <laughs> I know you really don't. Honest. I mean, to be really honest, crazy is a new normal uh, well, for you. I, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, I mean, honestly, nobody has a reference to anything that's going on. So. Um, I don't know. It's just I've just seen a lot of blame, yeah. Being, you know, tossed around. Um, just a lot of mismanagement. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. But you know, yeah. millennial, that's the new norm now, and that's that unfortunate. Is the new norm. There's yeah. nobody running the government right now. Uh, uh, you like know, nobody. There, you know, even not in the government, but you see it. You see it in all levels of life now. This whole thing yes. of non-accountability. It ain't me. I it's mean, you. You know, that's. Listen, that, I, no, I, I could go on about how education has gone down that path of nobody actually taking responsibility for anything and everybody just kind of blaming each other for what's going on and instead of somebody really stepping up and taking charge. But that that would take too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that'd be a whole but, show. Um, yeah. That'd so, be a whole show. But yeah. go ahead. Yeah, but I, I think, um, you know, and, and that's unfortunate because millennial, the, the true millennials don't have a frame of reference. That's right. And and they and, and what I like about what's going on now, quite frankly, is they're bringing up um, Woodward and Bernstein. Um, these guys are actually on some of the um, some of the panels, mm-hmm. and they're giving reference to some of the Comey um, testimony uh, testimony, and putting it in in historical reference. And, and really, even what John Dean, who was in, in Watergate, right. uh, Nixon's advisor. And uh, the great thing, I mean, I think that for, for like somebody like Millennial Nick, who hasn't been well, around, and even, even for me, no. because, you know, we, when, were, we, were, we young. were young. We, we were, were young. You know, we're talking, right. what, eight, were, the early, early Nixon early. left in, what, 73, 74? Yeah, so we're nine, 10 years old. Yeah. Right. You know, so we didn't have that reference either. So you're talking right. about you know, people um, who are 50 years old who um, don't have a reference. You know, so go right, ahead, Nick. Go ahead, Millennial. Go. I was going to say, no, I was going to say, you know, um, Dan Rather, 
Dan Rather, CBS guy, he's had some pretty interesting Facebook posts yeah. that he shared recently. And um, hearing, I mean, hearing his perspective, you yeah. know, he's just talking about how he's never seen me like this before. In short, he's just saying how even all my, he's like, all my years as a journalist, I've never seen any, like anything like this. Yeah. And um, I mean, it's just, I don't know what else to say. He's just like, nothing. <laughs> this is all, you know, it's a scary brand new world. Yeah. Because but, people now, yeah. And, and that's the whole thing. When we talk about this, I think now a lot of people who, who may not have the frame of reference, um, yeah. it becomes, and, and, and I, I watched Mar, Bill right. Mar last night. Right. No, I didn't see that. Okay. And, and uh, you know, Mar, you know, Mar was in it, knee deep. No, uh, yeah, like sure. foot in it, knee deep. Well, he was doing it. a victory lap for, for, oh, yeah. for, the, uh, <laughs> for a for big tr- part of the show. For a big part of the show, I can imagine. And but but the thing that he said too is we can't. And one of the guys he had on did this book called Tyranny, which I think we probably should check that out. And it talks of he. One of the things he mentioned is that we can't allow this to be the new normal. We no. really and truly have to protect the institution because once right. you have people like. Uh, Trump and Bannon who come in and try to right. tear down the institutions, no, the pre- then I, we're in trouble when we accept torn down these these abolished abolished um, institutions as the new right. normal. So no, when he when problem, he when he problem, yeah go ahead when he goes yeah, after the judges say, yeah the and judicial the, system the and all that go ahead Nick. is um the status of the presidency and in terms of the rest of the world. Yeah. Right now, the rest of the world looks at us and calls us a joke. Yeah. Was the Angela Merkel meeting this week, this past week, no, right? No, that was last week. What was it? Last Merkel. week, okay. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Angela Merkel and Trump, and you just see Angela Merkel, who, by the way, has a PhD in physical chemistry. Yeah. Um, like, she's, you know, she's a, she's the Chancellor of Europe. Um, honestly, if you're going to look at who is the, probably the most powerful leader in the Western world right now, it's Angela Merkel. Um, in terms of status and gravitas, mm-hmm. um, because Trump is all we've got. <laughs> it yeah, used to be, yeah. you know, used to be this sort of thing mm-hmm. where, you know, Obama and Merkel had a really good, strong relationship. Now we see, you know, that picture of Trump refusing to shake her hand at a press conference yeah. in the Oval. Yeah. And it's just, um, you know, that image really says a lot about the way he's conducting this presidency. Yeah, and yeah. the danger of the next person, the danger for the next person who becomes president, is going to have to spend all, you know, all you know, but their first year trying to undo all this damage. First yeah. off, yeah, but I agree. Also, not only that, but return prestige yeah. to the office that has been completely absent in the past. 60, Sixty-four days. Sixty-four days. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm gonna throw it to. Uh, right. I'm gonna throw it to uh, Rand. Rand. Frame this week, man. Go through some of the stuff that you saw. I mean, you know, um, I think um, for Trump, he's had so far this week mm-hmm. one shining moment. Okay, and that is uh, the Scudas confirmation hearing. Okay, they're gonna. That's gonna probably happen, man. Yeah, that's that, gonna happen. That, that, that's gonna happen. Yeah. That's probably the only thing that's on track. But you know, it started off with the uh, the Comey, the Comey, um, the, the and, man, the Intel, Comey and, and the Intel uh, meetings mm-hmm. on Monday. Yeah. Basically, they're saying, "Hey, there's no." There's no wiretapping in this world, dog. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was bad news. Then mm-hmm. Comey said, "Oh, by the way, uh, partner, uh, we investigating <laughs> you and your boys." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I don't think people expected to hear that. Right. So yeah. basically, yeah. I, I think that was that was his way of kind of uh, 
answering the criticism of what he did to Clinton. Mm -hmm. You know, when he made that that comment, the unnecessary comment that, you know, by the way, we found some new information off um, off her advisors, um, one of her advisors computers Anthony Weiner's wife mm-hmm. you know so um, so that was his way of, 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 of yeah, trying to Aberdeen. yeah that was his way of, of, of trying to correct a wrong mm-hmm. uh, and then you got the Intel chair Nunez mm-hmm. who was on Trump's transition team yeah um, getting some information and he gonna run to go see daddy yeah. See who his daddy is. Which basically he tainted the the uh, investigation. He tainted the investigation. Yeah. Which and makes it tough for now for Congress to really do its job. Right. That right. Congressional Which is what John uh, department. Yeah. yeah. And so basically yeah. now you need to have an independent civilian. Oh, oh absolutely. Right. This yeah. is Kenneth Star time. It's Ken Star time. <laughs> you know. Ken, Ken Star so messed up out at Baylor. He ain't coming back for this. Uh, right, right. But but they're gonna have to find another Kenneth Star. Right, yeah. And and if Kenneth Star, if y'all don't remember, that that's the guy who investigated Clinton. Right, right. You know. And, and so um wow. it, it, and what was funny though, in the in the hearing, the Republicans I mean, Bill Clinton, not yeah. Hillary. <laughs> the, in the in the hearing, the Republicans tried to pivot by saying that the FBI should be investigating the media mm-hmm. for these leaks. Yeah, you know, it was it, it, it's and back to your point when your public officials are falling in line, mm-hmm. that's terrible. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. that is really hurting democracy because, mm-hmm. like yes. we said last week. These guys have been waiting for 10 years to mm-hmm. get back in power. Yeah. And right now they're so drunk mm-hmm. uh, and addicted to where they are now yeah. that yes. uh, patriotism, all that stuff is out the window. It's well, about- you know what? I think yesterday, well, we, we, tape, we typically tape on Sunday. We're doing a special Saturday edition today because uh, we've got a lot going on, uh, you know, in our real lives and, and the stuff that we do. And um, but but on a Saturday morning after the Friday, what do you call that Friday? The Friday debacle. Well, you know, um, the, the art of the ordeal. Yeah, the art, that's it. The art of the ordeal. It was sobering. Right. So if you drunk with power on Friday, set Friday, right. I mean, had, on, you, on Thursday, Friday a, was a sobering moment. You got a hangover. I mean, you, you, you got the ultimate hangover. Oh, yeah. You're yeah like, you might have been drunk. You, somebody somebody slipped you a Mickey and you're waking up with a headache right now. Because um, do you did you expect that? I did not think. I mean, right now I've gotten to the point now. I, I'm thinking the worst. I'm catastrophizing probably more than I should have. Yeah. I thought that with all the relang- all the wrangling that was going on, mm-hmm. that they were going to get enough votes yeah. because they didn't need any Democrats. Yeah. And that no. this thing was going to go to the Senate and it will eventually die in the Senate. You know what I heard? I and, and this is this is what uh, you know when they were throwing the. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm listening because I'm I'm hearing about this and I'm driving. Okay, from work. And um, one of the things that came up was uh, a lot of people felt that Bannon set Ryan up with this, that Bannon wanted this to happen because he wants Ryan out. I think so. This is this is a subordinate power move. Yeah. So they they want they want they don't feel Ryan is the guy. To to lead. Well, and also and also because, you know, I saw this article on um, five thirty eight. They mm-hmm. said there are basically eight eight decision eight decision groups within the, the Trump presidency. Okay, you got the Bannon faction. Okay, and you got okay. the and then you have um, Kushner. 
Kushner is in the, Which, fr- is in the friends and family. Dad, dad in law is pissed <laughs> off at Jared. Oh yeah, because he's in. He, he parked out. He's, he's, he's on a he's on a snow trip. He, he went on vacation. <laughs> he's like went on vacation. But, but, but your point is that um, yeah. Priebus and 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 Ryan are in another power group. Yeah, yeah. And then you have yes. more traditional, right? Yeah. And, and and you know, despite the fact that they they showed up to some Republican conservative convention. Yeah. Slapping each other on the back. Yeah, there, there's there's no trust there. No. And then you got another power group, yeah. which is the Mike Pence's group. Mm-hmm. Okay. God. And so they were saying that this is probably one of the most dysfunctional groups that yes that you have because everyone has a different agenda mm-hmm. and a God. different approach. And then you got the Amarosa. Well, Amarosa. <laughs> yeah. 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 The Amarosa so Ben Carson. So, so basically, basically, you got the Lannisters, no, the, the Tyrells, the Starks. Yes. 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 It yeah. is. Game yeah. of Thrones. Right. Well, you know, as I, as, as, I was, as I was thinking about it, um, what if this was a military operation, what we saw was the Republicans tried to do a full frontal assault. They tried to attack the castle. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The castle, the, 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 everyone else, they held out and they won. What's going to happen next is the Republicans are going to choke the supply line. Yeah. yeah. So what's going to happen is with 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 the, uh, the Affordable Health Care Act, mm-hmm. you're going to see it be defunded. Yeah. And so when they talk about imploding, mm-hmm. that's how they're going to do it. But you know what I'm hearing? And, and I'm going to play this for Rand. I don't think you can hear it, Millennial, but I'm going to play this for Rand. Know this song? Mm-hmm. Who is this? It's Deja Vu. <laughs> it's um, Dionne Warwick. Yeah, Dionne Warwick, Deja Vu. You know why I'm playing this? Why? Because it's Deja Vu. Healthcare has taken down a couple of different presidents. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying it took... Uh, it, it. The Clinton... Clinton? Well, not Clinton. Bill Clinton took had Bill, a problem. Took Bill Clinton. He lost. Um, who else? It, um, even... even it had an impact well, on, uh, um, on on LBJ. Yeah, it did. Healthcare. There are very few people who are going to be able to get through healthcare. And the other thing that I'm, I'm calling this deja vu on is the fact that him taking it on, even though you mentioned, and I'm glad you sent me that, it took Obama what 13, 18 months, 18 months to really get it through. He took yeah. it on, and the Clintons took two for years for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. It. And a lot, somebody said it this week and they've been saying it. Why didn't, and, and, and I heard the pundit saying it. Why wouldn't you take on something that you know you can get a win? What I heard is. With. What I heard is his instinct told him to go with tax reform. Right. But. Which even tax reform. reform. Now that's next. Uh, and it's gonna, it's not going to be easy after this. Right. But go ahead. Go ahead. His instincts told him tax reform, but his people. Yeah. Said, you know, your planks were healthcare reform, mm-hmm. repeal and replace, yeah. the wall, mm-hmm. tax reform. Yeah. The wall. Yeah, so so you know, they're going down their their punch out list. Yeah. And, and 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 to your point, they picked the hardest thing to do. And and, and I heard a I heard a commentator say this about healthcare. Healthcare is like the is a hundred year war. Mm-hmm. It is. It's it's not a it's it's not a small time operation where you bring in SEAL Team Six. No. And you get. I mean, you know, he he showed his hand when he said, you know, several weeks ago, healthcare is more complex than we than, than we knew it. We thought it was going to be. Yeah. Well, you, know, you you're right. You, you guys have heard me, and I'm gonna throw it to you in just a minute, Millennial. But you guys have heard me say this about my uh, challenge with the Obama administration and. 
my my challenge started when I felt he took on health care too early in his administration. Um, and a lot of people disagreed with me and said that, well, if he was going to do it, he had to do it in his first term because if he hadn't done it in his first term, it would never get done. It would it never get done. Time. And, and, but my point to that is um, I felt that he would have had a better chance building coalitions if he had done more things that would get the people on his side. And I think right now, uh, Trump's going down that same uh, road. I mean, he doesn't, he's losing coalitions. I mean, you've got what this freedom, what's the group called? The old Tea Party. The Freedom Caucus. Yeah, the old Tea Party. What do you call them? Freedom Caucus. The Freedom Caucus. The Freedom Caucus Caucus is breaking away like the Tea Party. And these guys are hardcore conservatives, oh, yeah. right? So, so to the to the letter. So then like you have federalist, and, you know. So then you have the uh, then you have the moderates. Yeah, uh, they were you know they were they were for the most part were about to support this bill. Yeah, they they were. And then when the when the Freedom Caucus came in, yeah, and so he started it was like you say he started losing both coalitions. Yeah, and, yeah. and the fact is they did not reach across the aisle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, one of the things is, you know, what I'm noticing about Trump, Trump is a very transactional guy. Yeah. This, when you have to govern, it's mm-hmm. not transactional. No, it's not. And and he does not have the, the not, mindset. Yeah. And what his was relationship? Yeah, his relationships. I mean, you threatening these guys? Yeah. These guys yeah. like, really? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm the one. I ain't like, like you anyway. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's not like I like yeah, you. You know, uh, and, and, and then you did not go on the road to really sell this. At least Obama was on the road for like yeah. eight months trying to sell this. I know, man. So, Millennial, what, what were your thoughts? When, when, well, I was going to say, well, well, to your point about Obama, you have to remember that the Republicans were never going to let him do anything for yeah. as long as they could. The Tea Party was like a rash. That to show up out of nowhere, and it, it was not going away with appointment. It was it was herpes, state. man. It was like herpes, it was her, man. right? <laughs> right. Like you saw, like you remember, you remember, you remember that Michelle Bachman Newsweek cover, yeah, or something, yeah. the comments cover, and there's, you know, just had her face, but just like people like her and Paul. Well, I haven't seen her in a while, but you know, her, Paul Ryan, John Boehner, mm-hmm. um, they were that. GOP Tea Party coalition that was really pushing against Boehner. Boehner was like the devil then, but now he's right. like sitting now he's back, like he's gone. He's sipping he's wine. Gone. I, to- I told you, mofos. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, you saw that. But yeah, um, yeah. But also, how many? You know, they voted to try to repeal it about sixty times in the past seven years. And that's the other thing, Rand. So, let me let me ask Rand right. this, okay, Rand. Seven years. How many years? Right. It's been seven years. So yeah. why wouldn't you not have something? A, a backup plan in place yeah, when you actually have the chance point. to repeal it? Let me, let me, and, and, and see, that's but, where, <laughs> let me, and I'm, I'm going to ask. 17 days. I'm going to ask. <laughs> but but why would you not have a plan in place? No, you, you, you don't do that. Because either. you don't care. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, let's, let's be quite honest that one of the things uh, in, in the past 30 years, uh, the Republicans have a hard time in terms of the whole governing thing. Mm-hmm. They win elections. Uh, they're very good they at- They win elections because they fixed it. Uh, <laughs> they and, they no, it's not they didn't fix it, but they, they, like, you know, look at Georgia in 150 counties. If you look at a map of Georgia, look how they're drawn. Right. It's insane. So, 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 so they're good at, they're, they're so good they, at that. They know, they know the system. Yeah. They, yeah, they don't know right. how to govern. And so what's happening is right. that uh, it's easy to play opposition politics. Mm-hmm. You know, really what they're doing is it's like the Monday morning quarterback. 
Yeah. You know, sitting there, you you could you could say everything about the team, but guess what? You were not in the field of fire yeah. to make no change. But yeah, see, that's the that's the challenge. So now they got to go back to their constituents, and their constituents are saying, "Look, you had seven years, angry. and mm-hmm. you voted sixty five times against this. Yeah. And you and you put this BS in front of me. Yeah. Well, let, let me say this about health care, and and people agree or disagree. Um, you know, part of healthcare, man, is is just like, you know, as I'm, I'm a trained journalist. My my background's in journalism, and okay. one of the things you understand when when you become a journalism and a journalist and you cover things like this is, you can't really legislate morality, right? Okay, part of um, healthcare is about people making choices, okay. And part of that choice is drop your iPhone, man. Stop, stop buying your iPhone. Man. No, no, not that. <laughs> I ain't get into that. But that's a, that's a funny point. But but part of the choice is also self care, you know, self care. And um, you you know, I think uh, without a doubt, I think uh, the country needs universal health care. But the cost of the care is tough to control. Because you can't control individuals. You can't control people who want to smoke and do things that harm their health. Well, let me ask you so this. So you either have to say... How do other countries do it then? Well, that's my point. My point is we have to find the right pool of money to just set aside and say that's the well, not, that, that's the well, endless... I mean, that's like the black hole. I mean, because... Well, and you got you got to make that decision. See what the... No, but I'm just going to say the a lot of these um, these hardcore conservative guys feel like you could put a cap on health care. You really can't because you can't control people's choices. You know, you understand what I'm saying? I understand. What you you're can't saying. control conditions because right now I don't know if you all saw the article that came out this week. That's talking about all of a sudden middle class whites or middle aged whites are dying off are dying off. And it's, yeah, and, it's and it's more. Deaths of despair. Yeah, despair. Exactly. So, so you can't control if you you can't control human condition. Does that, am I making point? I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. But there. So I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't understand what they're saying because you can't cap. You can't. You can. You can. No, I, well, you can budget uh, the finite, but healthcare. I mean. Well, I mean, you know, it's the same way. You know, well, you, you no, can't. You can't determine the heart of a person. No, you can't. You can't. So how do you know? Just, the end well, result. Say, to your point, the problem yeah. the problem with the legislation is not necessarily the morality aspect for me. It's about just having access to it and not being denied. That's the biggest. That's no, like, absolutely. That's what I see the I biggest agree. problem is. I agree. Um, especially with the Affordable Care Act, and I mean, you can get to that point because honestly, the way that American health has gone, a lot of these problems, especially, are caused by obesity and all these other initiatives. Um, but that also comes with the lack of access to. A lot of things. It, I mean, it's it turns into an economic issue. Um, look, you know, especially urban there, there's areas. So many, there's so many. There's so many conditions. Like Even that. if you look at the yeah. urban uh, community, it's, right it's, now. it's really follow the money, man. It is. It's yeah. follow the money because follow the money. because but it's, also, it, it's essentially the the, the food manufacturers mm-hmm. are yeah. making products. Yeah, these food manufacturers are selling products that are not great for right. us. And, right. and and they're selling it in communities where they're food deserts. But you know what? Yeah. Right. And, but but see, my point also is. Ultimately, you got to make a choice. And when you get the information, you have to make a decision that, hey, that shit's bad for you. Quit eating it. You know what I mean? Right. So you you, got to get to a point where there's some of that. And I mean, I would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, some of it is just bad. 
Right. <laughs> you know. But but again, right. you know, right. but when you are limited in your choices. Absolutely. Right. And like Nick said, if you don't have access, right. I mean like for example, all of right. us it's got access to the Ritz Carlton, but we can't afford it. Right. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's going to be a slow process to try to break this health cycle that America has found itself in. But right so now, we're, we're we are having we're it. having a conversation in a small yeah. podcast bubble. Can you imagine yes. They're trying to have this conversation for the entire United States. Right. You can't have that conversation. No, you can't. You can't. So my point is, healthcare will always take these be politicians it. down. It's always right. going to be their Achilles heel. And you know what? It couldn't have happened to a fucking nicer guy That's right. than 45. And Paul I'll Ryan. Leave it at the and Paul Ryan. So, so well, kudos to healthcare. Just, let, let's, let's just make it. Let's just Cheers make it so that healthcare can be easy to access everybody. But I, I, I do think I do think this, um, and and somebody mentioned this. I'm glad they said it. Look, if you allow Obamacare, well, I'm gonna stop calling them ACA, the ACA yeah, to fail. Um, look, you're the landlord, so you're right. a slumlord. You're becoming a slumlord. Right. So you're going right. to let it, you're going to let it, uh, people are, deteriorate. Benef- people are benefiting from this right. act. So now you're gonna you, take you, them you, essentially you're going to become a slumlord. Did you see the guy, I'm um, leave it at that. did you see the guy, uh, this is the last thing I'll say about it. Okay. Um, when they were casting their votes, mm-hmm. um, yes, last you got week. really angry. Well, no, um, there was this guy, okay. every time a guy said, I am, I'm going to move forward on this one. It was in committee. Yeah. This guy Uh-oh. stood up and said in York, in your constituent base, mm-hmm. sixty thousand people will be affected. Wow! I mean, he, he was, was calling. The I numbers. mean, he was he was calling the right. numbers, man. Wow. And and so basically, what he says that's sixty thousand votes yeah. that you will lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, it's amazing. One thing I can say: the mm-hmm. resist movement mm-hmm. played a yes. crucial role. Yeah. Because yes. these individuals saw at the end of the day, mm-hmm. they realized this job ain't permanent. Yeah. No. Well, well I, I'm going to say this and, and we're going to move on uh, to the next topic. But, but let me say this. <laughs> I, I think I'm, an, I'm, I'm independent. I, I, I consider myself independent. By the way, Millennial, your DNC uh, <laughs> letter oh, came okay. in the mail. What, 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 what's in it? Because I saw that. What's I, in I'll, it? I'll talk to you about it offline. Okay. But he got, a, he got a DNC was... letter. Uh, you know, I get one. He's okay. official. I, I get one all the time. <laughs> so here's the, here's the okay. bottom line. Rise up, Nick. Rise, Rise up. up. Rise up. Uh, here, here's, here's the point. Um, <laughs> I think the, the Dems are in trouble with, with Schumer and Pelosi. I just think, you know, well, I, I think leadership, leadership, I think is, I think we is. need new blood, and I think that there needs to be younger people. I agree. Um, in general, and I think I think a lot of people who are younger. I mean, I see Kamala Harris, I see Cory yep. Booker, I see people like Kristen Gillibrand, and they aren't getting the national attention that they really need in, in the Senate yeah. right now. Yeah. So I just I just think there are young people younger. Mm-hmm. By young, I mean in their forties and fifties, <laughs> or in or late thirties, because Cory yeah. Booker is about thirty nine, thirty eight. Yeah. So there are there are people who are doing a lot of work right now yeah. who are younger who aren't necessarily seventy plus years old and have been in the Senate. And, and I don't, I don't or, think or it's I don't think it's more of of, of a, a but go ahead. part of it's an age thing. I agree with you. I do think um, it's not ageism. It, it, it's just you you you've been in there for a long time. And, no, know, I think sure it's, I think it's experience. relatability. I, I just think in terms of yes. right now you've got a great opportunity with what happened yesterday. Right. To maybe move the party forward, 
And I just don't think Schumer right. and Pelosi and, are the right and, people, and they, but I'm going to leave it at that. And, I agree. No, with I, that. Be, I believe it because did, did the, the problem with the Democratic Party, um, and, you know, this is something that I've always seen, you know, even back in the 08 elections, is when Republicans get mean, Democrats get sad. Yeah. Like, Democrats don't punch back the same no. way that Republicans do. Where Democrats don't pump money into running negative campaign ads and mm-hmm. doing all this. Well, no, 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 no. I, I, I take that. Look, that. what's his name? MoveOn.org. What? MoveOn.org and Soros. They go hard. They'll go hard in the paint if they have to. I think what Nick is basically saying is when you look at the sheer. Maybe individually. When you look at the sheer volume. Yeah, yeah. Compared yeah. compared to the Democratic Party, I mean, because one thing I can yeah. I can say to support Nick on this is that the Republicans, it's all or nothing. They all in. Yeah. The, yeah. The, no, this, well, I don't I don't I, think I don't I, think they showed all in on Friday. No, not well, but I. that's just that's just yeah that that's growing that's showing, but yeah. for for the most part, yeah, they are all in. Whether in the Democratic Party, what I've noticed is because it's such a heterogeneous party with mm. they have more factions within it yeah and that there's not a there's not a quote eye on the prize that they that they no. that they, well the, the the race faction plays a prominent part you got race you got gender i mean you got women i mean you, at, yeah, yeah i mean at, sexuality primary, all that yeah the religion the primary yeah, religion, yeah. Show that through and through all right like well, that well, Republicans well, all about the money baby yeah. <laughs> they all about it's the money public. money and power yeah all right, y'all. What's, what's, the, what's the next topic here, Mr. Rand? I mean, man, you you know that's something that's been. I saw it on Roland Martin this morning, and I mean yesterday morning, and it, actually during the week. I, and I'm seeing it a lot on Twitter, and I'm seeing more people talk yeah. about it. And it's really about these these young these young uh, black and Latino women in DC uh, yes. that are missing. Uh, in the past two weeks, 10, 10 Latino and black uh, women, young girls, have been missing. And then you know it, it, and it really gets down to the to the bigger question of why is it that when women of color or kids of color are missing that there is not a national outcry? You know, you don't see the amber alerts for them. Yeah, like you, you, don't, you don't get a you don't get a John Benet Ramsey documentary special. Right, right, and and you know, and About, and then these kids, a lot of them. Good. Or they come from these communities which make them very vulnerable to the human trafficking issue. Yeah. Well, well, let me say uh, there's there was an article. Uh, this came from Slate. Familiar with it? Yeah. Um, online, and uh, I guess it says the Associated Press reports that uh, what is it? Uh, Five hundred and one predominantly black and Latino minors have gone missing in D.C. since the start of wow. 2017. As of Wednesday, 22 of the cases were still open. Uh, Many of the cases have been getting a surge of attention in the past week on social media where users users are using the hashtag, uh, hashtag missing DC girls to demand results from the DC police force and condemn news outlets for not giving due notice to the story. Okay. Right. Uh, It says to some, the social media push has made it seem like there's been an alarming spike in black teen girls gone missing. No. Leading to wonder about a sudden failure of city services to keep girls safe. Celebrities like uh, I think they said uh, Ava Duvar- Duvernay, yeah, Ava, uh, Sophia Bush, LL Cool J, uh, Zendaya, Zendaya. Are tweeting Zendaya. Um, you know, it goes on and on. But what the article says, uh, it says uh, the Metro DC's Metro Police insists that there has been no increase 
and missing persons. Well, you know, like, the police departments, police departments, and the FBI they play this game on how they code shit. Yeah, and they're saying reports are lower than usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, because what that because then they because remember to be a missing person you have to be missing for so many hours. Right. right. So right. it depends on when you file the report. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't been missing, if it's 24 hours, 48 hours, yeah. and you within that time frame, you're not counted as missing. Yeah, and that that's, you know, that's that's sad. Well, and, and you know, and I know Congress is now asking the DOJ and the FBI to really get involved. Okay. You know, it's the same thing, it, it's, it's the same thing that I saw, uh, unfortunately, when they came to Sandy Hook. Mm-hmm. When when the when the little when the little Caucasian babies get hurt, yeah. it's a national outcry. Mm-hmm. But no one was talking about what's happening in Chirac. But you know what? Here's the deal. You and I have been through this before. Right. We've been you, through You this. remember this? Y'all been through this before. sound familiar? Yeah. What we, does it sound like? Uh the missing and murder kids in Atlanta in, in the late seventies. Absolutely. And oh. it took a minute before people really started to right. r- realize and wow. notice. Right, because in Atlanta, we grew right. up in Atlanta. We grew right. up in that. The well, Wayne one Williams. of the one of yeah. the kids. I mean, actually, Wayne Williams was lived about three to four miles from our school. Absolutely, yep, he did. He I mean, did. literally. And his his parents taught with, you know, my mom taught. Right. You know, we knew them. Right. So it took a while for people to really start taking that thing seriously. Right. Until something started to be done. Plus, the other thing is. The reason it sounds familiar to me, based on the Atlanta missing and murdered kids, is it became a class thing and a socioeconomic thing. Right. Because you had kids who were poor kids, who were boys who probably, uh, you know, their parents weren't as engaged in their life. They, they were probably latchkey kids. Latchkey kids. Kids who were street savvy for the street most. Street kids. Right, yeah. Promised them something, uh-huh. took them away, and then people just said, ah, uh, they just being pooky. Or, right. you know, right. And eventually, man, I think, you know, a lot of these kids were placed in that barrel or bucket because of class. Right. And, well, and socio- our, socioeconomic. Our, those standards. kids are disposable. And, and, and of course, race. They're, so, dis- they're disposable, man. Yeah. Yeah. In our society. And, you know, it's, 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 it's the same thing, man. You know, like, um, you know, with, it, when it when it comes to us, no one cares. Mm hmm. But when it comes to a Caucasian, it becomes a national emergency. Yeah, yeah. I see it all the time, man. Wow. Even in corporate America. I remember when the, um, in 2006, 2007, when the economy was slowing down. Mm-hmm. And I can remember that companies were laying off uh, a lot of the female workers, particularly lower skilled workers, mm-hmm. a lot of the workers of color. But when it started getting into middle management and the white collar workers, and particularly the white males, yeah, all of a sudden it becomes we got a problem here. Well, it's like the opiate epidemic, right? And the crack That's what epidemic, I was right? You know, and, and I, I think so, about that all the time. I you mean, know, now, I mean, can, I was just gonna say, um, you know, to your point about that, I think about the way that we talk about drug addiction now mm-hmm. is a complete one eighty of the way that it was discussed when Reagan was president and mm-hmm. when crack was happening. Um, I mean, there are plenty of documentaries about it. I think, you know, Henry Henry Louis Gates' documentary really talks about that really well. Um, and I think um, one one um, phrase that really stuck with me was called was the phrase of the quote unquote deserving poor, yeah. and that this idea was being perpetuated that there were, you know, that these 
God, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to say this right, but, but there was a time in America where being poor was nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. Um, being a poor was just a fact of life. But now there's a certain shift to where if you're poor, you're poor because there's a reason you're poor. Hmm. You know. Hmm. And it's like, um, um, God, I. I'm trying to say this right, yeah, <laughs> but okay. it was like, Sorry. you know, this, I know this idea has been, um, you know, it's been around, you know, particularly by the GOP. And as, well, um, you know, of course, you know, like I mean, the, the GOP is always going to talk about accountability you know, welfare and, and pull and yourself like up by your bootstraps. When you don't have a boot. When you don't have yeah. a boot. So my, my bottom right. line is I'm going to get back to this and we're going to wrap it up real I'll quick. But when it comes down to this teen epidemic and these girls right. that are missing, you know, because I know from a standpoint of when we went through. Well, actually, the, I, knew, I knew one of those kids. Yeah, you, I mean, we, we knew. Oh. Well, actually, absolutely. One of them went to school or. Uh, lived, lived, was a little bit older than us, but uh, yeah. was in the neighborhood. Lived in the neighborhood. Yeah. And my point is, you can't discount these stories until you verify that it's not true. That's right. So I don't I don't think it's fair for people to say, ah. You well, know, these girls is running away. It, 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 these it, girls, they, it, 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 it's, they it's back to what kids. we've been saying, man. It's the Come e, on, man. it's the e word, man. Empathy, man. It is empathy, absolutely. Empathy. And, I, and that's yep. what I'm saying about the, the idea of this quote unquote deserving poor that has somehow crept up. It's like just because these people are poor does not mean that you know that they don't deserve help. Yeah. And I think you know, and particularly in D.C., where a lot of poor people are crowded together. Yeah. Um, Hell, in Atlanta. I mean, you see that, <laughs> you know, right? I mean, in all these, too, in all these metros, just, you know, it's, yeah. always, it's always kind of been but, like but, that. But DC does have DC without a doubt. It's Chocolate City. It is Chocolate City. What else you got, Ram? Oh man, let's 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 try to something light. Yeah, light, man. Um, you know, a couple things, man. Uh, Nick, I want to ask you something from an entertainment perspective. Uh-oh. Okay. You know, man, I, I, no, I've, no. I've heard this new song. You know, it's cold in Minnesota. I, you know, my daughter shared it with me, and I thought it was a piece of crap. It's, it, it stays in your head, but I think it's, I think it's, I think it's a, a lazy song. Uh, but what I want to ask you is, man, right now these hip hop guys are getting into this old diss and track stuff. You know, Snoop did it a week and a half ago. Now here, Kendrick Lamar. What's up with that, man? Oh, you mean the against Trump? Trump, Trump, or whatever it is, or what? What are his new or just distracts in general? Yeah, is I that- mean, I yeah, I thought Snoop's was pretty good. I like that little um, a nice groove to it. Oh yeah, <laughs> but um, but I just think Kendrick's. I mean, there's a lot you can say about Kendrick's. I think that Kendrick's was there are a lot of different sides to it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of lots of disses. Um, maybe a Drake diss. <laughs> You know, possibly doesn't call him out by name, um, but um, I thought it was a good track. And I love it. You know, it switches in like the first two minutes or so, which is kind of he's just like laying it down. <laughs> but so, um, so let me ask you the one question, man: Is is are Kendrick and Chance right now the rappers like the top of their game in terms of lyrics? Lyrics. I really think so. Um. Or, or should I say is or are? I'm, you know, my, my is English, or are, I don't know. I my think, English well, teacher I think, beat me up about. It. <laughs> so what? <laughs> well, I, think, well, I think that Chance and Kendrick are both great. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I gotta get that in for Rand. You can't hear, well. you can't hear it, Nick. But I gotta, I gotta bring that up what? for our audience. Manasana. <laughs> All that yell yada yada. But I just think I think the most important part about Chance and um. Yeah, Chance and Kendrick Lamar is that they're bringing attention to issues that are relevant 
in very creative ways. Are, are they taking so the Are they taking the baton from um, Common and, and maybe some of the other conscious rappers? Not exactly. Not exactly musically, but in that um, but in that vein of um, being politically conscious. Yeah. I mean, I, I look Which at but, but you look at the rap game, uh, millennial. That the the rap game is a young man's game. Okay, Common, yeah, yeah. even if you look at Common, you he's look 40, at... He's about 40. Yeah, you look at Common, you look yeah. at T.I. These guys are really entertainers. They're movie stars. Yeah. I mean, they're, they, they've they they've transitioned from... Yeah, I mean, almost like Will resumes. Smith. Well, yeah, they they, they, of, they're in the Will Smith, LL Cool J, Ice Cube Club. Yeah, man. so now it's yeah. like when they do music, they kind of like, that's my side gig. That ain't, that ain't kinda, where my yeah. money is now. I just kind of, that's, yeah. uh, you but know, yeah. I'm going to go play with the ball. It's, it's kind of like Weekend Warrior. What, what, <laughs> what, what do Will Smith said? He said somebody told him about the movie game. Benny Medina. <laughs> yeah, Benny yeah. Medina said, "All right, oh, all right, partner, you can do you can do a hundred concerts yeah. and walk away with a million dollars. Yeah, or you can work for six weeks and walk away with twenty million dollars." Yep. So, <laughs> so you know what he did. He went, you know. So, so yeah. I mean, I I think you know these guys, man. They gotta they gotta shoot for relevance everywhere they everywhere they can. So right. so when you talk about you know, the fact that we're talking about them now, mm-hmm. the fact that they get social media hits. I mean, all this stuff, even, even I mean, everything from, from Remy Ma to, uh, to, to what's her name? Um, damn, I can't Nikki remember. To Nikki. All that stuff, they got to remain <laughs> oh, relevant. So you got to do stuff, even even though, what is it? In, 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 in PR, hell, all news is good news. Bad. That's right. Whatever. Even if it's yeah, bad man, news, I and mean, it gets your name I mean, out. I, 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 I mean, it's unconfirmed and not true. People then, talking about then, you. Yeah, I mean, just like I, I heard something the other day, man. It just broke my heart. What's that? You know, uh, um, Drake supposed to be smashing Sade, man. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> No, 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 no. He just got a tattoo. He just got a tattoo. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Okay. Gone to help. No. Oh, he just got a tattoo? No. I, I, I rebuke that. <laughs> I know, man. I, I was, you know, that that's my, that, you know, you know. Maybe I, it was Sade's daughter. <laughs> no, no, her daughter's, her daughter's trans. Oh, okay. Her daughter's no, but, transition. But I, will, I will give Drake props for getting Sade out of the house. <laughs> oh, wow. Sade, You're in line. Because like, she's like, on that farm. Right. Sade yeah. actually stepped out to take a picture with Drake. So I will give. I gotta him get him that. Him that. That was a picture with. But Char, what is up with Drake? J Lo, what is up oh with him? Lord. J Lo now Charday. Well, who's next? Like well, the, Lena Horn. Well, you gotta get. You gotta go to the graveyard for that <laughs> one. Sorry, my bad. I'm surprised. I'm surprised he and Vic, Cicely Tyson. I'm surprised. No, I'm surprised that Vivica Fox ain't jumped on him yet. Because oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know she don't play. <laughs> Drake. Drake, ahead, all, all mighty king of the light skins. Drake. I know Drake, guys. but but like you said earlier, man, all <laughs> PR is good PR. I mean, you know, if if you're gonna if you're gonna associate yourself with some women who have body of work and who are very attractive, yeah, yeah, yeah. go for it, man. Well, hey, Chardé, I mean, dude. You hey, you know, Chardé, dude. I I gotta bow down. You know, Chardé. You know, she's fifty eight years old, Chardé. man. Hey, man, Chardé. Though. I, I've Don't seen matter. her. I've seen her in concert twice, man, and her band. Sweet, That's like sweet, Pam Greer, you know. Her Ages. band, her band is like I I have never seen a, a an R and B band that tight. Before. But you know you know about Charday's band, right? Yeah, Sweet Band. Yeah, those guys. That's the those are the guys who created Maxwell, who produced Maxwell, right? And all that. So right. these, these those guys are like neo soul revolutionaries. Oh yeah, they're yeah. the real deal. Oh yeah. So so yeah, you know Charday's band is is the truth. Hey y'all, a hey, couple of things I want to mention since we are entertainment. 
We didn't get a chance to talk about it last week, but I do want to go ahead and mention it. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. Up in the morning and out to school. We lost him. Chuck Berry was 90. One of the one of the architects of rock and roll. Architects. Somebody had mentioned that he created it. And then, you know, they had this debate well, who I, really well, created well, it. Well, Ike Turner going to tell you he created it. Yeah, yeah. With, uh, well, what about, what about, with Jackie about, Brinson's song. Well, Ike Turner, they found him, uh, Chuck Berry, and bought him to Chess Records. Right. Uh, who was it? No, one of the uh, Muddy Waters. Yeah, now, Chuck Chuck was from, from St. Louis. Was yeah. A, he was a hairdresser. Mm-hmm. All you hairdressers out there, there's hope for you. <laughs> and, and, and Chuck went to Chess Records. Yeah. Yeah. And Ike Turner is from St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Ike Turner had a song called Rocket 88 by a guy named Jackie Brinston, which a lot yeah. of the music historians say is probably the first rock and roll song. Yeah, okay. But Chuck was probably the first great guitarist before um, um, the, the boy that died from from Seattle. You know what I'm talking about. Um, uh, Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Because Chuck was one of the first cats that really merged R&B race music with country music yeah true yeah that's true all right and 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 we lost another really great one we had mentioned last week who's that johnny sledge man oh yeah man and i, I will hang a lot to you dude i love sister sledge those were my girls in the 80s 70s oh man yeah Joni. what was the other one uh kathy kathy was the lead i forgot what Joni was 60 yeah you know but that's beyond you, millennium. You don't know hey, that, man. That, that's one of the greatest rhythm well, sections right there of all time. Chic, dude. It's chic, man. Chic. Um, Bernard Edwards. But you know Tony about Thompson. Yeah. Uh, Niles Rogers. One yep. of the greatest rhythm sections of all time. You know. You know yeah. how they made uh, Freak Out, right? No. Okay. They got invited to go to Studio Fifty Four. Okay. Grace Jones invited them and said, "Y'all gonna be my guests." Okay. So Grace they go- Jones. So <laughs> yeah, Grace Jones. Now don't don't hate on on her. And so they no, go I'm up so, to they no, go I'm up not to. Hating. So they they go up to the door, mm-hmm. and the guy at the door says, "You ain't on the list, partner." Wow! And so they they had to have so they realize they're not gonna get in. Mm-hmm. So they're walking down the street, and so when they get back to the crib, they're playing the guitar, recapping what happened. Right. The original title was "F Off." Wow! And they said, "We can't. We this is a great song, but we but can't we, get it. We ain't gonna get this played." <laughs> and so that's how it became "Freak Out." Wow! Wow! Well, I tell you, man, uh, that album was supposed to be a chic album, and that's right. why they gave it to Sister Sledge. Right. So, and it was the biggest album, mm-hmm. you know, for the group. I think so, if you if you check if you check the um the drawer, I think I have it for you. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got you. I'm a tech. <laughs> All right, millennial. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. That's hey, here's here's the you. other. Uh, uh, y'all, y'all. I don't know if y'all. I'm gonna play this. I don't know if you you know. Oh, check the A train, baby. Yeah. No, no, no. This is Count Basie. Yeah. This is uh. Jumping at the Woodside. Yeah. But 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 this song was relevant because you remember the show, The Gong Show. Yeah, Chuck Barris. Chuck Barris died. And Chucky, it was Chucky and Gene G and the Dancing Machine. Machine. <laughs> oh, what's that music? It's Gene. They were America's next next yeah. talent before it became America's next yeah. talent. I love the Gong Show. Cheryl Lynn was discovered on that show. Absolutely, got, got to, to be, be real. real. Cheryl Lynn right. was founded. Uh, she was found. Uh, just you know, Chuck Barris. But Chuck Barris, I don't know if y'all know, all those game shows. The he, newlywed game. They were his. They, they were his. He was a. I mean, he was a millionaire. Just like um, people. But don't he realize, hosted that show. Just like yeah. um, 
that uh, Merv Griffin. Merv Griffin, just like Merv. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, and and he was he was a weird dude, man. You saw just, that movie where he said he was a spy, <laughs> Chuck. But I love the game. I, I love the Gong Show. Air Friday and and, Ch- Friday. and Chucky. They called him Chucky, 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 the the unknown comic, and all those guys, right. man. You know, hey. But anyway, Chuck Barris was eighty seven. You know. Mm. Damn, Chuck and Chuck, two Chucks, Chuck Berry, Chuck well, Barris. Y- 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 um, a thing is Shaq, man. You heard about Shaq? Oh Lord, what happened to Shaq? Shaq got a statue at the Staples Centers now. What? That's right. They and did Kobe a- didn't get one. Kobe showed up. Well, Kobe just retired now. Remember, Kobe. Kobe just retired. But that you know, you it know, takes you a while, know how competitive man. they are, though. You know how competitive well, they Kobe are. Kobe showed up, oh, and wow. they are now to the point wow. in their relationship. Well, they can really sit and have fun and joke with each other. Well, good for them. So I thought that was nice, man. Wow. All Shaq's kids were there. Kobe wow. was there. Um, Magic was there. I mean, I, I don't know Magic, but Kareem was there. Mm-hmm. They were honoring him because, you know, I think one of the things that the Lakers have been doing is, is putting up statues. They got one of Kareem. They got one of Magic. Awesome. Got one of Shaq. So, you know, Kobe's probably next, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. that type of stuff. And, and Shaq, I mean, it's, it's well-deserved, man. I mean, Shaq, uh, Shaq changed he didn't change the game, but he he was really. Do you think? And I'll say this: I think Shaq was probably the last of the true big men. I would agree with that in the game. You know, um, like true big men. Yeah, I would agree with that. Who were dominant? Who not only like could play. He wasn't like a big outside player. He played around, but in, his inside game was was dominant. Right. When you, you know we talk about the pantheon of uh, big men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his name is is in that conversation. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and and I love Shaq because Shaq could always he could always be funny, man. It was like a moment of levity. He would do stuff. I mean, he was just to be as big as he is. He's like a big kid, right? So he could always. And that was one of the issues that he, he, could he and Kobe fun. had because Kobe yeah. was always so serious. Yeah, Kobe was serious. But he did mention in the speech. He said, "Yeah, Shaq knew how." To cut the switch off. He gave a story about they mm-hmm. were playing San Antonio. Yeah. And they were on the back of the bus driving to the game. Yeah. And, and and Shaq told Kobe, give me the ball early. And he said, why? Because David Robinson was mean to me when I was a kid. <laughs> and and Shaq has gone to say that he made that story up to get psyched out for the game. He said David wow. Robinson never was mean to him. Yeah. Wow. But you know, you gotta love Shaq, man. He's good. He's just a funny kid. He's just a funny right. guy. Right. What else you got, man? Uh, man, you know, a couple things happen on this date, man. Uh, today is... uh Uh-oh, the, he gonna take us to school. Today is uh, the Queen of Souls' birthday. <laughs> what? Yes, oh, oh that's right. But you know what? What do you think was her greatest project? I think her greatest project was doing the Atlantic record years. I agree. What do you think the biggest, the best album was? I can't tell you, man. I don't know her albums, but I just know that music that she made with those boys up in... Uh, in Alabama, mm-hmm. uh, uh, that was probably some of her best music. Because I say the Young, Gifted, and Black album, where you had Rock, Rock Steady, mm-hmm. uh, Till You Come Back to Me, uh, Oh Me, Oh My. Oh, yeah. Man, that stuff. Yeah, and I was, I was, was listening to that. I was listening to that this past just, week. That's yeah. the one with, what's his name? No. Tom. Uh, Donnie Hathaway. Donnie Hathaway. Yeah, she made that one in Florence, Alabama. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. She did that at, at okay. Gulf, Gulf, uh, Gulf Shores? Yeah, with okay. those, those cats up there. Wow, yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, uh, on how, old is, how old is the queen? I don't, she was born in 1942, man, so right. you, you do your math. All right, I'm doing the math on that. All right. 75. Okay. Um, 75. 75. In 1965, they finally completed the Selma March on wow. this date. 
Okay. Wow. You know, yeah. when we talk about Selma, people don't realize there were like several marches before the real march, the final march happened. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, Ida B. Wells okay. died on this day in 1931. Right. What people don't realize, Ida B. Wells was the Black Lives Matter before Black Lives Matter. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah, okay. she pushed awareness of lynchings way back when. Right. And also 1931, uh, the Scottsboro boys were falsely accused oh, on this day. Crazy. And these were some young men who left home to look for work and were falsely accused of rape. Yeah. And it took 20 to 30, maybe 40 years before they were finally exonerated. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. And I remember they did the uh, miniseries. They, yeah, they, they do did a miniseries they did on a that. Miniseries, back man. in the 70s. And Colin Kaepernick, man, he's being, he's being whiteballed, not blackballed. But you know what? Here's the deal. Yeah. Tut was right. I think don't Chut said it. Chut said um, that he wanted to start, and part of the protest was to start. He got the start, became a free agent. Now he called it off so he could be recruited. Well, he could be uh, he ain't being recruited. That's well, not problem. recruted, but but he could being he could wooed be for free agency for yeah. free agency, and he's not. His career is over, and he's better than probably twenty of the quarterbacks in the league. But you know what? The, the somebody mentioned if you combine right now his record, he's three and sixteen. Well, I mean, so you got a three and sixteen quarterback. But you know how many oh, bombs out there? How many bombs I, out there? I agree. I mean, it, let's be he honest. Could, he, he could be a good. He was backup. three and sixteen. He on could a, be a good backup on a bad team, man. Yeah, he Come could on. be a good backup. He was somebody. on a bad team. I mean, you know, yeah. when you got Chip Kelly coaching and all these other guys coming yeah. and going, it's horrible. He could be a good backup for people, but I think. You know, a lot of these teams just don't want the media. They don't want the they don't want the hype. They want they don't want the distraction. People want to win, man. There's a lot of money on the line. So I think part of part of Kaepernick is when you when you pick Kaepernick up, you pick the baggage up. That media follows him. He's got to find a way to get off the But yet, though. really focus but on But yet, though. These just in, like, you know, but but he, these NFL and, almost but, will pick up a, a no, guy who beat no, his wife up. He ain't the only one. <laughs> it's over for, what's his name? Um, what's his name? Romo? Tebow. Uh, Tim Tebow's done. He's over. Well, Tebow, no pick Tebow, was, Tebow was a horrible quarterback from the beginning. Kaepernick never was a horrible quarterback. But you got you got a couple of players right now who will not be picked up because because of the, the media. But I, I do agree he's a better quarterback. Oh, man. I mean, you know, the fact is that, you know, you got guys uh, who actually— We're talking sports again. We're hit, talking sports again. Yeah, listen— <laughs> Hit, you know, the alarm. hit hit and run. You know, hit people in the car and they died and they still pick them up. You yeah, got guys yeah. who, who, you know, spousal abuse. Yeah. They pick them up. Here's a guy who's actually going over in Somalia, raised a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. And he's distributing right. food. Yeah. Come on, I mean, you know, right. I, under- I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I understand what I understand what you're saying. But I, I, I do I do say this though. Okay, I'm gonna say this. If if Kaepernick's true to the game and nobody picks him up, I think his next thing should be activism. Okay, so if right now um, he finds that his career is done in the NFL, then the next thing for him should be activism. Okay, Okay. so so let's let's see what happens. And I'm going to, you know, put the touch standard on. Let's watch to see what happens. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm done, partner. Okay. Hey, real quick, millennial. And I know um, I want to get your opinion on something. Um, Are we closing in on the end of uh, Walking Dead? Is it almost done? How many more episodes they got? God, I didn't. Um, All right, here I go. I dropped my headphones no right now. <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, I haven't had time to keep up with it. I'm like three episodes behind. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. All right. Well, but, I'm not, but I'm it, not, is, it is wrapping. It, it is, is wrapping, wrapping up. up and I will say this for those who listen to the podcast who follow Walking Dead, I'm just curious like because I don't know if they're gonna take Megan out. 
And we look like we might be close to taking Negan out, but I'm going to leave it at that. What else is happening in entertainment, man? And we're going we gonna, to uh, wrap up with some entertainment. What you got? The Drake, oh, um, the Drake album dropped this week. Yeah, mixtape, playlist, whatever. What do you call it? Like 20, 22 songs? Mix, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Mixtape, playlist, a playlist by October. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'll be honest. Be- Beauty know. and the Beast was a beast at the box office. Beast at the box office. Oh, I did see. 170 million in a week. Dude, yeah, yeah, man, that's big. I, I saw Get Out this week, man. Top ten, damn. You finally saw Get Out. No, I, I'm talking about no beauty. beauty before the, we before we go, Beauty and the Beast, top ten of all time, yeah. 170 well, they, million they in a week, well. dude. The, the power of the little mouse, man. <laughs> but but you know the right. original cartoon came out in '91. Okay, I wasn't real big yeah, in all the cartoons back then. But no, oh, no. this is like the re- they remake it. They got Mulan. Mulan is coming next. Live action, man. Live action. I'm very, they make I'm very careful. Bank, dude. Listen, listen, Mulan is. They're not going to do the music in Mulan the way they no, did with Beauty and, and the Beast, but they're going to make it bring Mulan it back. Is, Mulan is, listen, Mulan is the best Disney movie. Oh, see, best this is from the, the millennial who. Listen, this is, this you is, got the DVD. No, this, this, <laughs> I'm, I'm a Lion King, dude. I'm a Lion King. No, listen. <laughs> I'm a Lion King. It depends on, listen, it depends yeah. on who you ask. But I'm going to say Mulan. My wife My wife agrees plot. with you. My wife agrees with you, man. She knows right. Mulan. Yeah, it has it. the best plot, and it's not, it's, it's, it's not crazy. It's straightforward. My, my wife, my wife would say they should do a, a a a Mulan version with Beyonce playing. The <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Hey, hey, here's the deal. Um, I got to do this, and I'm gonna wrap it up on on this real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my black card pull. I might as well do it on the podcast. What? I just saw the commercial, April 9th, and and she's coming to town. Ran who? She coming to town. Uh, ran a rant. Olivia Newton John, dude. I'm oh, sorry. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> back, in, back in the day. Oh, back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> her and Helen Reddy <laughs> and the Carpenters. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen to physical and then I'm sorry. Oh, she was a beast in Greece now. I'm sorry, y'all. I, I'm getting my. I'm getting. I'm, I'm sure, getting my but... black card pulled. But I'm, I might have to go over there to Cobb Energy Center. You'd be the only brother. Man. <laughs> right. you, 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 in the, you, in, you in the ticket takers. <laughs> you gonna go with me, man? Come on, man. Let's get a ticket. Let's you and me get a ticket and go nah, sit. You and the ticket. <laughs> the rest, you, listen, you and the rest have of the you ever been mellow? Come on, man. Come on, dude. You, she, she, you she, she was the, she was the Taylor Swift, Katie, Katy Perry of no, her I day. Agree. No, I, yeah. But I'm no, telling you, not, I mean, Olivia Newton-John back in the day, man, because her and Farrah like, Fawcett, I, I, you know, they oh, had yeah. the posters, man. Yeah. All right, I John. Mean, I like that. Um, say what? Well, I'm just, I like that song. What was that Magic Song by her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Xanadu. That. From Xanadu. Like yeah. No, yeah. That was a horrible no, movie. Xanadu, horrible Magic. movie. Came after Grease. Yeah. I'm sorry. My black card. It was a horrible it's movie. It's gone. My no, black, go I do like my black card is gone. My I'm sorry about that. That's you need to get out, man. I need to go see Get Out, like right now. You need to go see Get Out. I need to go see Get Out. I'm going to see Get Out. Hey, y'all, hit us up. Uh, we are at castropolis.net, C-A-S-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S.net. And and a quick shout-out to uh, the ladies, um, uh, Regina Love. Talk to her. They're they cranking out shows every single week. Um, Ram, man, thank you for coming, man. You know, made it on a Saturday. You got stuff going on with the fam this weekend. Yeah, You know what? What I'm, yeah. going, what, what I'm doing tomorrow, why I can't do it? What you doing? 
I'm going to a tape in a family feud. What? With, with Steve? With Steve. I got a frat brother who, who, yeah. gets, who somehow always gets passes to everything. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And he said, dude. Don't y'all, don't y'all, let's say, don't you always have that one friend who always gets some tickets to everything? Wow. Like, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. And so we're going to go. It, it's funny how he asked me. He says, so yeah. what's your opinion of Steve Harvey, man? Yeah. And I said, I don't have any negative thing about him. Steve has his point of view. I have my point of view. Yeah, said, yeah. Okay, you want to go to... <laughs> wow. Because he was telling me that, yeah. you know, people, there's a... Steve has gotten to the point now, he's gotten camps of people, whether you hate them or you're, in, you're indifferent and that yeah. type of stuff. Yeah, people are taking sides. I mean, people, I mean, people, you know, people have had an opinion about him ever since, you know, Think Like a Man, mm-hmm. really. Right. True enough, true enough. Right. So. Hey, hey, y'all, we appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, big shout out, uh, Millennial. Uh, thanks for being on the show no, no today. Problem. Uh, Tut, Tut's gonna be I back did next not week. Just wake up. Oh, I know, I know. I'm just messing with you. Man. <laughs> I know. Um, and uh, you're about to go take a nap, right? <laughs> no. G, quick shout out, uh, Lady J. Thanks for doing your thing, and and don't uh, forget. Oh yeah, Kendall B. Thanks for thanks for supplying me, yo man, with some stuff. Kendall you know? B. Thanks for putting that knowledge in his head, so he'll know what to talk about when he comes to the show. And and also, you know, definitely when you check us out SoundCloud or you check us out on iTunes, we need more reviews. Hook us up with more reviews. Thank you, um, uh, TJ in the SWATs for That's checking right. us out. Keep I've checking been, us I've out. Been, Share I've been, us. I've been sending, yeah. the, sending on, texting it the link to everybody. Excellent, man. Excellent. And uh, you know what? I, I just, um, I really um, am, am encouraged by some of the things that have happened within the last couple of couple of days. This has kind of been an encouraging 33. Week. Can you mm-hmm. believe that, man? Yeah. We almost middle-aged now. We almost wow. middle-aged, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So, all right, y'all. We appreciate y'all listening. And uh, check us out next episode. And, and we out of here. Keep striving. Absolutely. Peace. Peace.